So we may have missed the October 12th episode. I don't know if you remember that, Justice. I do. It was pretty scary. I mean, I had COVID, so a little scary, but not hospitalized, so not that scary. You know what's more scary than COVID? All the stuff you can find on the internet. Well, not all of it. Some of it's cute. Like Neon Cat. You know, it's terrifying how easily that can consume people's lives. Do you remember all the merchandise for that shit? No, no. The pure, like, capitalistic entity that is the world that can then take anything on the internet and turn it into something that we consume entirely. The internet itself is terrifying. I mean, I was specifically talking about, like, the stuff we watched for this interstitial episode. Oh, do you mean what's classically scary? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, not like existential. Not existential horror. Yeah, not existentially dreadful, but, like, actually scary. Oh, then, then yeah, the stuff we watched for uh, this year's Fright Flight. Speaking of, that means this is the second annual Fright Flight. Welcome back aboard, guests, passengers, spookums, spirits. Monsters, I guess. I, I don't know. Whatever you self-identify as in the spooky oeuvre. So, this year, like last year, we took a, took a look at... This year, like last year, we took a look at four YouTube horror series. Ooh. Honestly, I think other than um, Marvel Hornets, everything we did this year should be considered more of a classic than what we did last year. Yeah, I think so. Marvel Hornets is a classic because, like, it was the first one that blew up. Yeah. But, like, this year, we hit, we're looking at something called 2 Hours and 32 Minutes, or 2H32. Yep. We're looking at a show called 31, which both of these shows... We kind of chose for number gimmicks. We, we like number gimmicks here. Uh, and we also watched No Throughout, a precursor series that features what could be Slenderman, but existed before Marvel Hornets. And then we have In the Dark or uh, Louise is Missing, both of which apparently In the Dark is an appropriate name, but Louise is Missing is what it's known as. Which is a time-traveling trip back into the age-old age of 2007 YouTube, where people posted short three- and four-minute blogs vlogs to the to the internet yeah it's weird right so we got some time travel stuff going on here so we're starting in 2016 june that's the most recent show with 2h32 yes now 2h32 is interesting right like in that it it sticks to this 23.2 gimmick yeah every episode starts with the classic digital alarm clock with the nice red bright letters and it says 2:30, 2:30 a.m and it takes up for a few seconds before cutting to the actual story of the episode. Or in the case of this first episode, random flashes of horror-ish stuff. Like, I've, like... Okay, so my basic description of the show after we watch it is, it's this sizzle reel of, like, two minutes and a half long of what, like, 80s and 70s news would show you when they were talking about the satanic panic. Just as scary. So it's like, we put together some images. This is what your kids are doing when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's not. But it's the type of shit they would show. So this first episode, we cut to a tree. It kind of looks like there's a figure standing in the bottom part of the tree. Yeah, standing by the tree or some shit. It's hard to tell. Like like standing in the branches of the tree. Mm-hmm. Hard to tell. Um, we just have a flashlight kind of casting <clears throat> over it. Yeah. And then we see something underneath the tree. And some bloods on the roots of the tree. And then we cut to the, whatever we see underneath the tree. And it's a burlap sack covering a bloody chained up mess of some sort. Yeah. We cut to a, for- a shot of a forest, so the entire thing is tinted red, and a lot well, of these next shots are Right before red. we get the burlap sack, we focus on the legs of an individual. Um, at first I thought they were bare, but it seems they're wearing pretty tight pants or tights or some shit. I think it's white tights, yeah. yeah. And they appear to be standing on possibly wet pavement, because there's a light ref- there's a it, slight reflection, but it's not a great quality. I thought it might be like a glass panel or something. I think you have a better reflection on it than though. No, like, I think, like, maybe they set a glass panel down on, like, grass or something, oh, maybe, and they're yeah. standing on that. No idea, but it's there. But then we can just get a lot of shots where the entire shot is painted red of a forest, 
of hands digging in the ground like not digging into the ground but like grasping at the ground i guess yeah it's just a lot of red shots of forest people in forests a glowing red cross my favorite part though before we get into the red shots when we see the guy going into the forest he's wearing like a yellow rain poncho like the cheap dollar ones you buy that's just like oh shit it's raining you throw it on real quick and you're gonna throw it away later and what looks like a pretty cheap like luchador mask on top of that just wandering off into the woods yeah, we then cut to what I thought was train tracks, but upon further examination is a tunnel. Yeah. And from the tunnel, we cut to a shot of a blurry face, but it's a it's an insanely close close-up of a blurry face. Then we cut back to the tunnel. Well, then we cut to a well-lit shot of a red door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the unidentifiable face shot, it's the... Red door, yep. Yeah, red we cut door to a, slowly a, a opening. really well shot, well-lit shot of a red door. Slowly opening. Then we go back to the tunnels, mm-hmm. back to blurry faces, Yep. back to the door, but this time it's closing. And the shot's a lot, lot darker. And now we're underneath of a bridge or something. Underground, a under a bridge, something. With a lot of graffiti. Yeah, and they're just running through that section. And then it's a clock. It says 2.32 a.m. because this video has taken two minutes and 32 seconds. Yep. And then there is some dissonant noise, which would have pissed me off so much if I'd been listening with headphones. Yeah, growing in um, decibel. And then the episode ends. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode of this is just nothing. Spo- the first episode of this is just spooky, like, establishing shots. Like, or like, yeah. it's what you would use, like, you would just use individual shots of this to, like, make something scarier. It's or, like, like the satanic panic scissor reel. Yeah. Um, or, I guess, like, an indie horror punk band, like, background clips for their music video. Yeah, like, you would interspr- intersperse this with, like, Pictures of them, like, playing at the at a concert or in, like, a warehouse or some shit. Yeah, yeah, 100%. This could be a music video for, like, a horror core band or something. Yeah. Um, it didn't have a plot. No. Uh, so, I should also mention that each of these episodes are uploaded 23 days apart. That's the gimmick of the series. Uh, I think it's uploaded every 23rd day of the month. Oh, okay. So, like, June... So, this was June 23rd, so the next one will be July 23rd and yes, so on. Yes, like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That makes sense. And episode one's title on the YouTube video is just... 2H32, so 2 hour 32. And then episode 2, in upload order, because they created a playlist on their channel. Apparently things that go together, because it's like weird anthology bits, but not, I don't know. But the next in the upload order is Door. So Door actually has a much more coherent set of images and like what's mm-hmm. going on here. So again, we start on the clock. But then we cut to a static shot of the, of the red door from the previous video. Yep, it's closed. And the door starts to open. We sit on this door for a while, though. Yeah, like, Enough to where we're just like, are we just supposed to be noticing that the light isn't extremely steady? Hey, look, there's a dust moat. No, it was an orb, Justice. It it's was a, a dust moat. It was an orb. And then the doors, we hear a like clatter sound, like a slight clatter, and then the door slowly stretched it open, so I assume it's supposed to be a lock on the other side of the door. Well, we're here, and it is Halloween. Uh, a friend of ours recently went to an asylum. They did. And in their post about staying overnight in this asylum, they were so excited about this picture they got with an orb. Yep. And I'm just like, you mean a dust moat? Yeah. But also, the same person we're talking about, they had the whole, uh, I think it's the whole second floor ghost kid interaction thing. Did they? Yeah, supposedly. Cool. I didn't know that. I'll need to talk to them about that. Yeah. Because- They called to tell me about it. See, I have been to the same asylum as they have. It's mm-hmm. Waverly Asylum. Um. And I actually had, like, a legitimate spookum event happen. Yeah. I don't believe in ghosts. Not really. Yeah, supposedly they did the whole toy thing. 
and the toy had the interaction and then the other thing that supposedly the kid does which is uh, when you're trying to leave you feel like a tugging on like a bag or clothing because they don't want you to we didn't have that when i went that's apparently a, a popular yeah, one that yeah i heard that uh, when we went we took this ball and it's a very specific ball like you could press a button on it and it starts glowing yep and we hit it in the child's ward and asked the little kid to, the little kid ghost that supposedly exists there to play with the ball yeah we left we're on an entirely different floor an empty floor and that ball comes bouncing down the hall behind us. Noise. Which is insane because the floor was completely empty. But I don't know. It's yeah. like the only, it's like I think everybody has stuff that happens in their life that they just can't like come up with a rational explanation for. I got nothing. Uh, how about the time we were staying at our aunt's and we heard what we thought was our uncle come in, go to the bathroom, and then never go upstairs. And in fact, he was still at work. But we know somebody was in the bathroom because the door was locked. Everybody else in the house was asleep except the two of us. Do you not remember this? It's only been like three or four years ago. Oh, yeah, that was rather recent. Um, there's actually has a pretty easy explanation. We figured that out, like the explanation for it. I mean, there's a reasonable explanation that could happen. It's, an, like, it's an incredibly reasonable explanation. Someone had keys to that house. They said they said they didn't do it. Yeah, but the person's also a fucking chronic liar. So. Okay, but I'm just saying that like there's a reason. Like you can't fully explain it based on what we know. No, but I can easily explain it based on what I know. Uh, you just take all the fun away. Anyways, razor, baby. anyways, episode two, the do- episode two door. Uh, wheeling around the side of the door, and then it slowly starts to open. And a clawed, very large hand starts to reach out of the door, and then the light goes out, and the clawed hand immediately retracts back into the doorway, and the door slams shut. Mm-hmm. And then we, the light doesn't turn back on. We cut to a shot of the light on now. I don't know why we had to uh, not yeah. just turn the light back on, but whatever, we cut to a shot for it, which is weird in my opinion. And the door opens much wider this time. Much faster, too. And, and then we can see inside the door, but it's all just black. We can't really see anything. Except for, like, a weird light that I can't tell. I think it's a reflection off the doorknob down in the bottom right corner of the door. Mm, I didn't see that. But, yeah. Yeah, which, uh, the way it lights up makes it seem like there's actually nothing behind the door. It's literally just, like, a black screen they have there, but who knows? <laughs> it's probably just a black screen they have there. Yeah, because now, apparently, this door seemingly leads into that tunnel we saw before, because now we are in the tunnel walking. And there, yeah, more tunnel footage. We, we see a bunch of clothes in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come back to the clock. Clothes or garbage? But yeah. it looked like there's a cloth texture. Garbage clothes can be garbage. True. Then we cut back to the clock face. It's ticking up to two thirty-two. We cut back to a blurry face from episode one, and we hear a laugh, creepy laugh, in the episode. But before we cut to the clock, we did get to the whole like abandoned place again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the end of two H thirty-two. Justice. Well, the two episodes we watched. Yeah, there's a whole bunch more. What do you think of 2H32? Would you watch more? Is this a show that's up your alley? I know you're not like big into YouTube spookums. I'm really not. Um, honestly, I might watch more, mainly out of curiosity, because when we were going, there was rather recent posts on this channel. Yeah, it is still up and running from what I can tell. Yeah, so I'm vaguely intrigued by it, just to see like how far they've gotten in their production value of what they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, that's really my main interest. I have no interest in the spooky scariness of it. It's just like, how have you guys improved? I'm just curious to see how you guys have been doing since then. Yeah, um, I can see that. Would you say that this is more... Int- okay, last year we watched Marble Hornets, yeah. Look See, High on Mary Mary, and Post Content. Where would you see this rates on that scale? Where High on Mary Mary... Well, Look See is definitely the best. And then Mary Mary. And then Marvel, unfortunately. And, and then, then Post Content. So like between Post Content um, and Look See, episode where is one, I'd say is... Below post content, while post content was dumb, it kind of amused me. Mm-hmm. Episode one of this did nothing to me besides annoy me. Um, episode two, I'd say, is probably 
just above Marble Hornets because I dislike Marble Hornets a lot. Yeah, I get you. And it does have a more linear piece. And it's only two minutes and 30 seconds long. Well, two minutes and 32 seconds, which is better for me. Personally, I didn't like this at all. I, like, if I... I might watch, like, an explainer series on 232. Like, yeah. that's where I would go with this because the videos themselves don't have any coherence and, like, I'm not interested Apparently in, like... Apparently they do long, long run and tie other shit, but that's a lot of work. Yeah. So, for me, this is, like, on tier with post-content. It's... See, I just... I don't like Marvel Hornets and at least the second video, like, had a technically cohesive, like, element to it. That said, none of this stuff is on par with Hi, I'm Mary Mary or Looksy. No, yet. no, no. Like, none not. of 232 from what we saw. Um, but this takes us to our next show, which 31. is entitled... one. 31, yes. It aired, It started on March in March 2011, mm-hmm. and it aired across 31 days, each episode being 31 seconds long, mm-hmm. and each of, and obviously there being 31 episodes. So Episode 1 is Transmission 1. So as a podcast that like took the idea of the number 2 and just was like, this is our thing. We have two we have two hosts. We watch two episodes. We post on the 2nd, the 12th, the 22nd of every month. Two. Yeah, it's also why why like two thirty two was intriguing. It was on the twenty third. It was two minutes thirty two seconds each time. Yeah. So as as a um, podcast who has taken the idea of a single number and like made that our entire gimmick, both of these two shows appeal to us. Yeah, we can appreciate the number gimmick. So this is episode one, which is entitled Transmission One. I believe you already said that. Mm-hmm. So the start of the episode, we get like some zappy, staticky sounds, and we see the number thirty one, and it looks like it's raised letters on like plywood yeah 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 and then we get all static and it disappears and we are in a on, on a black screen and then we cut to a hallway but this hallway is comprised of wooden boxes stacked as far up as we can t- see yeah. and there's like the noise of a crowd in this hallway like which i don't know if it's supposed to be a crowd or people screaming or what uh it's kind of it sounds like a crowd talking over each other like maybe it, it's it sounds like <clears throat> if you walk into a room with like two or three hundred people and they're all like sitting waiting for somebody to come on stage or something and yeah, they're all just like yeah. kind of talking like nobody's trying to talk over each other they're just having their own conversation they're all kind of talking at the same volume yeah that's what it sounds like and then after seeing all those crates uh we are assumedly whisked into one well we cut to a dark screen yeah. like we can't really see anything there's like a single little bit of light coming in and we hear a woman's oh, voice there's no light in the first episode not that i ever saw oh maybe we get light in the second but there, we hear a woman's voice. We come to realize we're, that the camera and the woman are trapped in this box. Mm-hmm. And she's screaming, where am I? Help me. What's going on? Stuff like that. And she's beating on the inside of the box. And that's the end of episode one. Yep. What do you think? Better than post-content. Better than Marble Hornets. Better than 232. I'm on board with that. Yeah. I like Marble Hornets more than you. But 31, this first episode. And keep in mind, like the, the coolest part about the show to me is it, it really hit, hits home how fast 30 seconds is. Like, yeah. Like I put 30 seconds on a fucking microwave, it feels like forever. I watch 30 seconds worth of media, I have no idea what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> Time is an illusion, and so is death. And so are pants. That too, baby. Uh, episode 2, entitled Transmission 2. We, we once again start with the 31 logo on, a, on mm-hmm. what looks like a plywood. And then we're back on our black screen, and we have... This well, time she's whimpering, and then she starts to yell, where am I, and stuff. Yep, she continues beating on the box and calling for help, and then we hear something outside. Well, when she's beating on the box, she appears to knock something loose, and this is where we get like a little shaft yeah. of light, and it looks like the box is cushioned, mm-hmm. and so, um, from just oddly enough, I'm going to say something weird, from my personal experience, it looks like a really shitty older coffin, because you have the crossbeams up top for the, the thin layer of plywood above it, and that gap would be like right towards the middle of the coffin, and that cushioning doesn't look so much like paper, where it's like padding inside of like a shitty cloth outside. So you think she's in like an old style coffin? 
I get the like vibe. Like a pine box. Yeah, I get the vibes of like a pine box. Okay. I, I say from experience because I have been inside of one more than once. Why? Halloween stuff. Okay. Um, we got a little light coming from the outside, and then the episode ends with a man's voice coming from a box nearby saying hello. Hello? And that's the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah. So now, before we get into our actual thoughts of 31, this... This series, which you can find by, by searching 31 web series on YouTube, but we're also posting playlists to all eight of these episodes Yep. in, the, in the show notes. Yeah, and we're also probably going to make a playlist for last year's Fright Flight and Throw It Up on mm-hmm. YouTube as well. Both of those will be in the show notes for this Fright Flight. But I want to just, both of these episodes have like, well, the first episode was like 9,000 views, and this one's like 4,000, 4. 5,000. 4. Like, this show needs deserves more views. I mean, I know it's t- 10 years old. And, like, they just started posting them on TikTok a while back, too, which, honestly, this show, like... Oh, yeah, it's perfect for TikTok. But... Literally, though, this show 10 years ago just got fucked by the algorithm on YouTube. Yeah, because the algorithm has never been kind to, like, sub-one-minute stuff. It's only, like, recently with YouTube shorts that anything sub-minute could, like, get yep. views. So, this show got boned by the YouTube algorithm. But is these two episodes, these this one minute of, of video content... Better than post content, better than Marble Hornets, better, better than, than 232, 232, which sadly, because 232 has about 31 times as many views mm-hmm. on their first video. Yes, that's actually hilarious that it just works out like that. Yeah, it's roughly 31 times more viewed, which is hilarious, but also saddening. Yeah. Also, 232 across two episodes is about five times the amount of watch time as 31. <laughs> right. And is not near as good, even though it has five times the amount of time to work with. I loved 31, and I'm, I'm probably going to finish it at some point. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go find it on TikTok and just like make that a TikTok series I watch. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the third series in our run, all the way back in January 2009. We're 12 years old now on, on YouTube. This is this is the old stuff. We have No Through Road, the longest of the four series we watched this year, coming in at about 20 minutes by itself. For these two episodes. Yeah. In each individual episode was closer to 10 minutes. Yeah. One was like 10, 12, the other one... One was like 1037, the other one was like 912, some shit like, like that. Yeah, yeah. But it opens with a broadcast, like, test noise and screen, you know, the, the multicolored strips that you get with, with broadcast test. Yeah. And we this get... This is a warning from the national blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That type of shit. We then cut to a screen with white text. There's a bunch of white text. In this web series and the next web series, there's a bunch of white text. And that's just a hallmark of early YouTube. Yeah. So... The first white text on the screen tells us that four teenage boys went missing in Stevenage, Hertfordshire, um, which I've not heard a more English-sounding town name ever. They're all 17. They're all 17. They went missing on the 15th of December, 2008. Yep. They were then found two days later on the 17th of December, 2008, at Broomhall Farm, 10 miles outside of Stevenage, in their car. All four of them were found in the car. Yes. Keep this in mind. It is important to the next episode. Farm thought the farm was thought to be abandoned, but the police found recent signs of inhabitants. Um, the video then claims that this is unedited digital camcorder footage from the boys' car. I will say before we get into it, I didn't take notes of every time it happened, but there's a bunch of like cuts in this footage to like older videos of oh. the kids. Oh, I took notes like every time it happened, and um, I didn't take. I took notes on the first time it happened because I stopped, turned to justice. It was like there's no way that that happens on a digital spooky supernatural stuff. Um, it's anyways. pulled their memories into camera format. Anyways, let's dive into No Through Road. I mean, we also think one more line of white text being that this video has been released with the permission, blah, 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 of the family in hopes of, like, figuring shit out. Oh, yeah, I noted that. Um, no, I didn't. I noted the end card one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're in the car with four British teenage boys. And it's just British kids being British. I've noted here, one of them has to be at work at 8 a.m. Otherwise, they're way too British to understand. Yup. 
The video then cuts to one of them playing guitar. That was the single time I I, no- I noted that it cut to yeah, a um, different video. And then shortly after that, the one operating the camera has kind of pushed it down and feels the need to... It looks like a Twix, but it's it's Britain. It might be some weird British candy that doesn't actually exist. Um, yell, it's <laughs> crunchy time, and take a bite of his Twix. Do I understand the context of this? Why? Just no. To- Is it by far the highlight of this episode to me? Yes. Justice. You're like, it's British. It might not exist. Are you saying Britain doesn't exist? I've never been there. <laughs> okay. So, they find a road marked No Through Road and Private Road yep. leading to Broomhill Farms. There's a tunnel here that you would have to go through to get to the farm. Mm-hmm. They drive through the tunnel. And then immediately one of them, when I'm like, guys, that's like 4.30. We should be going back. And Yeah, half past four. Yeah, so the other guy, the guy driving, puts the car in neutral and just rolls back down through the tunnel. Yep. And they then, turn around and start to head home. Well, they then proceed to get lost. Very, very lost. They mm-hmm. come to a sign that says Binnington, Binningham and Watson. Binningham yep. and Watson. Uh, it's a T-junction. Going left takes you to Binningham. Going right takes you to Watton. They turn right towards Watton because they don't recognize the name Binningham. No? No, they turn Bennington initially. They mm-hmm. turn Bennington like three fucking times. Okay. So they turn towards Bennington because they don't recognize Watton. Yes. Okay. Um, there's also a point when, as they were driving away from the three that they said they weren't going to come back. And also, on their way to the signs beforehand, they were dumbasses and did that whole uh, no headlights thing. Yes. And at this point, I determined... I knew these children were going to die, but that is this type of short, and I was okay with it. <laughs> I, I read a Reddit post about this um, series, um, and somebody was like, oh, yeah, somebody was like, the moment they made a joke about Steve Irwin's death, I knew I was okay with them dying. Oh, yeah, they did that at the very beginning. I think the joke was um, Steve Irwin's famous last words or something like, Stingray's love foreplay, some shit like that. Yeah, I don't remember what the joke was, but the Reddit joke was the moment they said the, the moment they made fun of Steve Irwin's death, I knew I was okay with them dying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, they then proceed to get even more loss. So they pull over. They have no signal of any kind. They have no clue where they are. Ooh, dead rabbit on the road. Yep. What if we poke it with our foot? And then we get another uh, cut here, and this time it's a face and a very mask briefly. of some sort. Yeah, and then it's gone. Um, once they finish using the bathroom, taking a taking a leak. Three of the four of them get back in the car. One of them gets out to look for any lights or anything, though, see if he can see, like, signs of yeah. other people. And then he runs back to the car, slams the door, and tells them to drive. He sees a man with a mask up on the hill. Um, so they take off. Yep. Um, and then they find themselves back at the Bennington and Washington T-Junction. Mind you, before they take off, before he tells them what he saw, we he scrambles into the car. We get another, like, supernatural shitty cut to a different scene. They're all just sitting in a room and laughing, and then it's back in the car. Oh, and he explains see- there was a weird mask thing. It seems like every time we get a cut, uh, it either does has to do with death, like the rabbit shit, or some sign of weird supernatural shit going on. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't note those cuts because, again, um, it's stupid. Oh, I noted them just because I expected it to be exactly like that. Like, every supernatural thing, generally, or short where we have found footage and we have weird interstitial cuts, it always happens just before or after a scary thing happened. Like, there's some supernatural influence on this recording device that has made it magically insert film. So, um... They, they find themselves back at the Bennington and Walton T-Junction. They're like, what the fuck? Did we, so, we, we went straight. No, 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 the road curves left. Yep, so they decide to try it again. Mm-hmm. And after a while, they find themselves again. That's a sign for a third time. Yeah, this time on their trying through, they turn on the radio, and it's just staticky, and then kind of banjo-y, and then screamy stuff, and then they turn it off. Yep. Um, at this point, they put the hazard lights on, get mm-hmm. out of the car, kind of talk about it. And this time, they decide, decide to turn towards Watton. Yes. 
And after that brief radio scare that you mentioned where the radio does mm-hmm. weird noises, they finally come upon streetlights and a sign that says Stevenage. And they find a roundabout. They are in civilized areas. And they even pass a car. And as soon as they pass the car, they find themselves back at well, the tunnel entrance to Broomwell Farm. Actually, they pass the car and then they pass a sign that says, Welcome to Stevenage. Yeah. And then they're immediately back on the gravel road, pointed directly at the tunnel. Yep. So then... The, the guys are all freaking out. The car starts fucking up and won't go. And a person in a mask appears in front of the car. The headlights turn off. And They're yelling at the guy to turn it back on. The moment they come back on, there's a guy in front of it. And then the lights keep cutting out. And every time they turn back on, the guy's closer. Wait, what? And then um, the last time they cut out, he's not in front of them. We turn around. We can see the lights from the Stevenage-like route. And the guy is now behind them. Yep. Um, so the team with the camera ends up getting out of the car. And he makes a run for it. But then the car chases him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lights on the car go off. Then they come back on, the guy is now in the middle of the road. Yep, and they tussle for a second, and the masked guy ends up with the camera, and then uses it to beat the teenager to death with. Yeah, and there we get a cut of the teen laughing, and then back to him being beat to death with his camera. Yep, the video ends with text on the screen asking if anyone has any information regarding these deaths, to mm-hmm. contact Crime Prevention UK, and that's the end of the video. Yep. So that's No Through Road Episode 1. And then we'll move on to another through road episode two, which is posted two years later. I didn't check the time. I know. I, I think it's like a year or two years. Later. I know. No through road has four episodes total. Yeah. Um, so we are on episode two of it, and our main character appears to be a survivor from the first time. I didn't get that, Phil. No, no, no. He is. I believe the kid who was driving. That's why he's dropping off flowers when we get there, and why the other kid recognizes him. No, see, because that doesn't make sense to me. Because this doesn't take place anywhere near what the Broomhill Farm area looks like. And second of all, because he describes an entirely different incident in the video. Um, so does, does he? Yeah. So this this video starts because with... Because he gets the whole... I'll get to it. Yeah, we'll talk about um, it. But, so this this video starts with white text that says, This footage has, not been, has been released without consent. The first video had been released with consent of the parents involved. Um, we get test screen and sound like the previous video. And then we're in a car driving down a highway. Music playing on the radio. And then we enter a tunnel. And after we enter the tunnel, we cut to a different road. No music playing. Yeah, country lane at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the car pulls over and two people get out, one of which has flowers. They walk down a country lane where they eventually leave the flowers on the side of the road. Well, when they walk down the lane, there is in a spot with other flowers. Since yeah. Someone else has been here. Yeah. This car drops off the flowers. So the guy not filming apparently had a friend that died here. After they flagged down a car. See, this is where he talks. He tells us a little bit of the story. Him and his friend were out here and their car car just stopped, broke down. Mm-hmm. And they flagged down another car. And whoever was in that car proceeded to attack them. His friend got killed. His friend didn't get, get didn't get away. But he managed to escape. I think you're wrong. Because the friend of the camera is like, you never told anybody this story. He's like, you've never told me this story. He's like, I've never told anybody this story. Yeah. Not but, even the police. But when we get to the guy later... He asks, it's been the same amount, I think it's been like two years, which is how long three we years. separated. Okay. But three. he asks how he got away, and he asks about the other people that were with them. I don't know, but they, he mentioned specifically flagging down a car being like the start of their issue, like, which uh, doesn't sync with... Something, I don't know. No, through road one. I don't know. Um, what I do know is the two get back in the car, and they start driving away, and they start talking about Doctor Who. Specifically, they're talking about how Doctor Who and River um, are... They're married. They're a married couple, and like they love each other. But because they're time travelers, every time they meet, they don't know if they've already met or like what point in their own histories they are. Yeah. Because they're time travelers, so they never know if they're dealing with a person that they've known for fifteen years or if a person that they 
this is their second time or third time meeting. Yeah. So they're talking about that. And then they stop the car after one of them mentions seeing a dead rabbit. Yep. Call back to the first episode. And so they get back in the car and they end up back where they left the flowers. Well, when they get back in the car, they realize they don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. And so they just decide to keep driving and then they end up back at where they left the flowers at. And there's a road sign here that points to Bennington. Yeah. So uh, it's, got a, it's got a lot of tiny little like connections to the previous yeah but it doesn't have like Broomhill farm Broomhill farm i don't know man so in the car they are debating about how they're gonna get home and as they're doing the, their camera starts glitching in and out yep and then we just cut to them driving again and this time they're talking about minecraft well they also say that um they're just gonna continue forward and if they end up back here at the bennington sign they'll just take a right they, they set out a bit later yeah after like a second loop okay after t- they talk about minecraft and they end up back at the bennington sign for a third time yeah uh, the audio messes up shortly into their co- minecraft conversation and then they're passing the sign again and they start freaking out and they're like okay we'll just yeah. take a right we'll take yeah. a right and then they take a right and again they end up back at the bennington well, no sign. no they don't take a right because they freak out after this he says i'll take a right and they're driving and then they're just back on the front part okay. of the road again driving past the bennington sign there was no right they didn't turn mm. and they were going legitimately straight line and they're back in front of it and this so, is when they freak the fuck out and then they stop and they're trying to get an internet connection to the G- get gps yeah and we see someone walk behind the car mm-hmm. and then the friend who has has the camera turns to his other friend he's like was this worth it was it worth coming out here to pay the respects for your lost friend if this is what we have to deal yeah. with. like. And the guy says, I don't think so. And then, boom, bloody-faced friends mashes against the window. Yeah, and it's the friend they thought were they thought was dead. Yeah. Um, he apparently died three years ago in the, the story of No Through Road 2. Um, but he doesn't understand because to him it's the same night. Yeah, he doesn't understand how his friend got away. Or how it's been three years. Because mm-hmm. for him it's still the same night that he went missing. Yep. The two the two who experienced the traumatic event then... Um, are are like bundled, are cuddled together on the ground. Well, the yeah, the other guy's comforting him, and then the third guy is just pacing back and forth. Yeah, they're and sitting in the headlights of the vehicle outside the car, next to where the flowers were left. Yep. And um, the third friend is like, "Look, we need to try. We need to go." Um, and that's when the video ends. Yep. And then white text on the screen says the camera was found in a camera case with the video in the but, car. But in the car, the ca- the camera was badly damaged. There's there was another, another tape. They haven't been able to. Get that tape is also damaged. But they are working on it. Yep, and that's the end of the th- th- No Through Road 2. Yep. So, what, what say you? Better than Rumble Hornets. Not as good as 31, Mary Mary, or... Um, Looksy. Yeah. So, I would agree. I think No Through Road 2, though, is vastly superior to No Through Road 1. Agreed. Um, it's not like the majority of it being like four people talking over each other. In very, very hard to understand harsh british accents i mean honestly i have problems understanding i joked about it but it uh, just was unimportant i think dialogue. it's i think it's like, i don't think it's like I, if it was a single person talking would have had no problem understanding them oh i legit had no problem like that i can mm. remember they just never said anything important that's true too um which does make some which does make it feel more like found footage but uh the found footage medium quickly learned that doesn't work well well like no through too like it has the found footage vibe but like the friend with the camera turning to his friend and being like was it worth it? Yeah. Like, no. Like, you guys don't know what the fuck's going on. Why would you turn to him and be mm-hmm. like, exactly. was it worth it? Also, uh, you're not going to stage a shot where you have your camera focusing out of your car while you, all three of you, are perfectly in the headlights of your vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Yeah. No one's going to fucking do that. I, th- I still liked it, though. I still oh, liked yeah, no, it. was definitely better. I thought No Through Road 1 was just, um, it's very similar to, like, a bunch of creepypastas I've read. Yeah. Or, like, No Sleep stories I've read, which I guess No Sleep is where creepypasta lives now. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it just was wasn't exciting or good in any way. No, no, no. Through Road Two 
I thought I had like the idea of the story down, mm-hmm. and then it curveballed me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a, a repeating thing where the friend with the camera escapes this time, and uh, then, yeah, like yeah. three more years down the road, he'll he'd come back with another friend. I get it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, like that's what I thought was going on. Um, obviously I was wrong. Anyways, that brings us to the oldest videos we watched for this fright flight from April two thousand seven, the very very dawn of YouTube. I mean, uh, technically two years past the dawn, but. Right when YouTube was really starting to take off and get popular with people. So we have, first we have Luis's Missing Episode 1, entitled My First Vid, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. My Last Night in Norwich, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Luis Paxton, period. Yep. So this first video, um, let's go ahead and say, tell you, just spoil it. Um, it's a slideshow. Yeah. There's no video to this video. It's just static pictures and white text. Yeah. All um, set to the song Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs, which is a good song, so. Yeah. Um, but it's just pictures of Luis and her friends at a bar hanging out. Yeah, we the first thing we get on screen is Lou's last night. Luis. No, it says Lou on it. Oh, Lou's last night, yeah. Yeah, okay. Lou's last night in Norwich. Yep. And then a series of still shots interspersed with like white text on black backgrounds Beer. like the first one says cute. It's her. Oh, yeah. It's her and her friend. The next one says beer! Exclamation point. And then it's a picture of her and another friend. And she's like, the next white text is something's missing here. And then it's a picture of her and her friend again. And then they have they have beer steins. And then mm-hmm. we get more white text. And the thing that was missing was more beer. Mm-hmm. And and then it's um, drunk time later. And then we speed up. It's all the same. It's all the same photos after we speed up just mm-hmm. faster. Yep. And then it's um, sad time. Sad bit. Colon frowny face. And then it's just had a great time in white text and then a list of friend names. Yeah, uh, we get a bunch of white text where she thinks her friends who either all have like legitimate names or nicknames. I know there, there was a guy named Spoon and another one named Crater. And, and one named Monkey. Yeah, and then also there, in the in this series of things where she's thinking her friends, she just thinks cute guy. Yeah, she also thinks the Bellevue mentalists, the mentalists of Bellevue. All the mentalists at Bellevue. Yeah. Yep. And that's the end of the first video. Yep. I like the song. It's a good song. It is a good song. Um, there's not any plot here. There's nothing for us to dissect or critique. Yeah, no. It's literally just a video blog. Mm-hmm. And not even a video blog. It's literally just a slideshow of pictures set to music. Yeah. Yeah. Which, while I'm being critical of it, is very early YouTube. Like, obviously this was made during early YouTube, but like, it feels like early YouTube. Yeah. So then we go on to episode <clears throat> two. Lady which- Norwich. Um, parentheses, with a hangover, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, parentheses. Louise Paxton and Helen, period. So, this is actually a video this time. Mm-hmm. It's Louise and her friend Helen at the train station. Yep. And we get a little bit of, like, story here. Louise is taking a train to wherever she's moving to. Because her car just broke down. Yep. And also, her and Helen have been best friends, um... Since grade school. Well, no, they've been best friends since sixth form. Oh, yeah. They've known each other since, like their grade school equivalent but haven't been friends that long but they've only been best friends since sixth form i don't know what sixth form is i don't know they basically established that they became friends when louise got a car and she could let them do school yep um so like like you like we said um her car broke down literally that that morning yep um and i'm moving then gonna take the rest of her stuff in the next couple days Mm -hmm. um so they kind of say goodbye they hug they drove around trying to make themselves not so sad yeah um louise gives helen bunny ears Mm -hmm. which is just like Iconic, classic, two thousand seven. Yep. Um, Louise then boards the train. Well, before that, it's kind of just Louise and them talking, and they're mainly just doing the classic thing, like, "Who am I going to get drunk with? I don't know. It's going to be scary moving to a new place." Blah 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 blah. 
And then she bolts the train. Yep. Um, the two talk through the glass of the window for a while before the train actually starts moving. Talk is a strong term there, bud. Attempt to communicate. Yeah. Um, once the train leaves, Louise turns the camera to focus on herself, and she kind of just smiles at the camera for a few minutes until the and video ends. Kind of fails to smile towards the end, just never says anything. Yep. Video ends. That's the end of episode two. Um, this is, I know this is a horror series. It's it's it's, cl- it's considered a classic horror franchise on YouTube. It's like right up there with um, Lonely Girl. Yeah. So when we chose it, we were kind of hoping we'd get into like maybe more of the suspense thrillery stuff like mary mary did where it wasn't super in your face but it was there especially in like the second episode mm-hmm. we, we got none of that which was kind of disappointing um so it's not really a lot to go on for the horror thing guys still better shot and more since than 232 or post content though that's true definitely better than 232 and post content uh i also I, still think i like it more than marble hornets i don't know if that's really fair to be fair i watched two episodes of marble hornets um, it's not very cohesive, those first two episodes, and they're not interesting to me in the slightest. This feels like I watched one episode and, like, looked at a picture book, so I don't even know what you're talking about. I gotta Photo listen, album. I gotta listen to a good song when I did it, though. So it was immediately better than Marble Hornets. Okay, well, that was Fright Flight for this year. Um, next year, hopefully, we'll find some other stuff for you. I know there's more stuff out there. Definitely. Um, we had a longer list of things. We just chose the ones we found pretty interesting. Yeah, I chose 31 and No Through Road and then Justice picked the bad ones. I did. I did pick the bad ones. He also thought 232 sounded good on its basis, though. And I was like, hey, Luis is Missing is like apparently a classic and it's been around forever. We just didn't realize that one would be slow, such a slow born and that 232 would be such trash. Yeah. So we'll put these together in playlists down in the show notes if you want to check them out for yourselves. Uh, honestly, 31 is like 16 minutes. If you watch the entire series, it's yeah. actually like 15 minutes and change. Uh, so I would suggest just like watching that all one go do it. Yeah. Like if, if anything, just like last year, we were, we were hyped up look for forever mm-hmm. because look was so good. This is another one that you need to just watch. 31 yeah. seems very, very good. I can't promise the ending holds up because I haven't watched it myself yet, but yeah, looks very, very good. And if you're into the weird experimental horror, maybe 232 is good for you. It's apparently all over the place from what I've read and heard about. So who knows? I would just find an explainer vid somewhere. Yeah, I would probably do that where too. Somebody's like, where somebody takes like 20 minutes to tell you the story of 232 because um, if you try to figure it out for yourself, it's going to take a lot longer than 20 minutes. And if you trust the fact that it's a classic, apparently, uh, give Luis's Missing a check. They have it all in video, like a one sit video watch thing two hours i think for but, eh, but. That, that sounds about right and i know like we watched the first half of new of no through it essentially because yeah. there's only four episodes and, like episode three is like two fucking minutes yeah so no through is probably worth finishing too if you if this if yeah, our reviews interested it yep if our reviews interested you in it god i can't speak if our review for it has garnered your interest yes that that sentence that one right there <laughs> so that's been fright flight sorry it was late this year uh, although it is going up on Halloween night, so... Ooh, spooky. But that all said, I've been Josh, he's Justice. Or am I? And we're Copilot's Review. If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us on Twitter at Copilot's Review. You can email us at copilotsreview at gmail.com. Or you can find either of those links, plus a link to our Discord and our YouTube at copilotsreview.simplecast.com. Thank you for flying with us, and please... Have a frightful night. <laughs>